0: Danny Pena is creator and host of one of the longest running and critically acclaimed video game podcasts of all time, Gamertag Radio. He's followed a passion for games his entire life, which has led him all across the country to a heralded career in games media, to his life partner, and now into the spotlight with me, which surely has to be right there at the top of his ladder of achievements, right? Danny is a very thoughtful and methodical public figure. He's always lifting up his peers, making the right moves at the right times, and he's never afraid to take a chance or to follow a dream. He is the subject of an all-new children's book which is aptly titled Danny Loves Video Games, which chronicles Danny's pursuit of a wonderful life guided by his love of play. I met Danny several years ago through his podcast community and I've had the opportunity to work with him on some key projects that I was very proud to be attached to. When Danny interviewed Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, he wanted me to draw the key art for the interview. And he did so again later when he interviewed Reggie fils of Nintendo. Danny has believed in me and Mega Dads from day one. Talk to us through it, right? What are some of your favorite ones?
1: All right, so I'm gonna mention quick, a couple ones. What's good games is pretty good from Andrea, Brittany, the whole crew. Uh, Spawn on me, mm. awesome. Uh, the show radio, they're from here too, locally. And also one of, one of the ones I'm listening to a lot right now is uh, Mega Dads. Uh, mm. Shout out to um, Adam and John. Uh, I was actually on their podcast. Um, I'm not a dad, <laughs> but I love the way how it's two dads just talking about family and video games, and 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 I like that they're going to a lot of like events to do like. Uh, uh, there's record their podcast live in,
0: you know, in front of a studio audience. so That's pretty cool. That's insane yeah, to yeah. talk about. Yeah. And it's invaluable to have someone like him to be a beacon of what is possible if you believe in yourself and your dream. I'm so excited to welcome into the spotlight today, Danny Pena of Gamertag Radio.
1: How so are you? Good. Uh, you know, just busy yeah yeah it's, this month has been insane with work and stuff that i'm doing for the book and like other stuff so it's just been been crazy
0: but yeah besides that been good do you are you the Life kind of guy good. are you the kind of guy who likes being busy or are you the kind of guy oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah? i like yeah like uh last week i had to uh just relax because it was just so much so rey and
0: i just took our couple days i think it was like only like two days off you are the guy who I feel like is always hustling, always pushing, always doing the next thing. And like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can remember listening to episodes of yours and you talking about, we're gonna take a break next week. We haven't taken a break in like two days. Yeah. Take a break. Yep. Uh, I always wonder if that's, cause I'm kind of the same way where if I'm not doing something, I, I'm thinking about doing something. So I'm almost more comfortable constantly creating i always wonder if you're that way or or if you just i yourself.
1: um i like to keep myself busy Man, i can't i, I don't know i i always been like that since a kid i always have to move around and, and do something you know right. so yeah but uh yeah i'm always i'm always thinking of what's next every time even at work i'm always having meetings and when i'm not doing much i'm just thinking like okay who who should i work with next and this this and that so
0: it's been good but it helps me to keep myself busy i uh i i love watching your twitter feed and seeing like here i am today with lance reddick and oh. it's just it's just <laughs> cool because like i remember yeah. when i started listening to you guys it was probably 2018 or 2019 and yeah. it was you were i think you were in miami at the time and i've seen you go from Mm. miami to new york no actually actually in miami i was uh yeah i was there
1: until september of september
0: 2019
1: 2019 yeah and then uh, i was in new york the whole time after that Yep. and then i moved here november 2020 are you are you home
0: do you think now
1: yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah uh I needed a change because I was always either Miami, New York, Miami, New York. And I think coming over here uh, completely changed everything, man. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just bought a house. Um, That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. We bought a house. When was it? Uh, March. A month. Exactly a month before our wedding. Exactly a month before our wedding. Yep. A lot of
0: milestones for you lately.
1: Yeah, man. It's been... <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, but it's because I keep myself busy, you know, and, and having, you know, re, you know, supporting me and I'm always supporting her too. We're, we're always helping each other up like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. So yeah, it's been great. It's been a really, that's, really great year.
0: That's really cool that you've got a partner who, who is like in that same ecosystem, that same sphere and has like the same interests and mo- and motivation style and yeah. You guys are very uplifting people, like you're always helping community and talking about the importance of making like substantial change and things like that. You're not just out there creating for the sake of creating, but like you're actually moving the space forward, which is that's got to be I mean, that's got to be a huge life shift for you. Right. Having. her Yeah, with you.
1: yeah. Um, it is important to me because, you know, growing up, I, I really didn't have that man. Um, and that that's the main reason why I decided to do the book with my cousin because he he came up to me um late late last year uh, he's like hey Danny I'm working on something and he at first he wanted to keep us a surprise and then I was in Miami and we went out to eat with Rubri and we were talking for like a for hours for like a good two hour plus at a restaurant um just. Talking about the concept of the book And I just love the idea And the the main reason why I want to do that Is just to uh, Support those kids that Don't have that support from like Their parents or doesn't Doesn't know how to Get there that you know that path So um, I just want to just show people That dream big And it's possible For you to achieve your dreams You know um, I learned everything on my own but at the same time, my mom was very supportive. She was like, hey, "Let's let's go for it. Let's do it." While my dad was more of, mm, "I don't know, man. You might be wasting your time. It's not doesn't really pay the bills." Like he's one of those like, "I need to see results." My mom right. is like, "Let's go for it," <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> but now my dad is like, "Oh my God, he's like super proud." He's now he's talking talking to her about it, about me because he's a, a taxi driver, so a cab driver. So he. He would get a passenger and start talking about podcasts like hey have you heard a podcast hey <laughs> my son he's in here doesn't and and that you know so but when i was a kid i went up to my mom and uh, this is like during the super nintendo sega genesis days and i told my mom hey we were living in the republic right and, and i was like hey mom i have an idea how about if we rent a space an office space and i could charge people per controller um for them to play with my super nintendo or sega genesis and she's like i like that deal let's go for it so we rented the space and i had tons of consoles tons of tvs and bunch of games and people will come and they were playing Mortal combat 2 uh super basis loaded docket gun country like we had like all <laughs> these big street fighter 2 that was like the big one too back in those days um
0: in, in your, own, your own private arcade huh
1: yeah yeah but it was all consoles, you know so it, it was awesome it was really really cool but but see that it's, just, it's all about the support you know the book to me is important because yeah i'm helping uh the kids like for them to be inspired to dream big and everything but at the same time i'm also educating parents for them to for them to be like hey you know what I want them to be open and also support their kids because sometimes parents, they will say you're wasting your time right away. Like, no, you got to, you got to do this. I guess the, the traditional stuff, go to the college, go to the school. I'm not saying don't do that, but that's it. That's like, that's the only way for the kids, um, for them to, to achieve their dreams is go to school and, and, and college and that's it. And there's more than that. You know, uh, I learned a lot of things during school. During college and also after that too, you know. So, but I got that, life that ex-
0: myself. Yeah, life experience accounts for a lot of things, especially in this space. Now, your you, mm-hmm. your book is all about it's about you growing up. How long does it? How much space does it cover in terms of your childhood and mm-hmm. like? Does it? Does it bring? Does it bridge the gap between you being a, a child and just showing where you are today?
1: Well, the book is forty two pages long, so I we wanted to keep it as simple as possible because this is more for like six to 11 years old six to ten around there um for them to see you know how i grew up how i got into gaming like it shows um this one page where it's my grandmother giving me the atari for the atari Twenty Six Hundred for the first time so you see me like happy and she's she's happy too but she has no idea what was going on like she doesn't Mm -hmm. know anything about gaming you know but that moment completely changed my life you know so I show that I also show um you know came up coming up with idea of Gamer Tag Radio and stuff that I did after that like and uh, and also attending the podcast awards and everything like that and getting my first award so I I I wanted to do it in a way where it's to the point and for them to understand. Like I didn't want to do certain things. Like I don't want to make it like too technical or anything like right, that. Right, right. So, but uh, yeah, it, it's just that. Um, but you see me as like the whole book. You see me still as like a young kid, you know. Um, but it's it's awesome, and I can't wait. I I would love to do more of these. Like I want to, you know, talk also like Danny loves podcasting. Danny loved this, it. right, like you right. know, yeah, yeah. So. Let me show you. So, so this is the book I love, I love <laughs> the art style. Who did, who yeah. did the
0: illustration work?
1: So my cousin and his wife, so their public company is called, uh, two quality people. They've done other children's books. Okay. So they have, they, they hire people that other to do the, the drawing, and everything for, for the, for this book and for previous books. Um, but the good thing is, um, they were showing me, uh, like the concept and and we will like decide like okay let's make some changes let's do this and that so but the team that they worked with is like they're amazing man really really yeah. cool man so uh, I want to show you one. this is the the first first thing that we show here in this book is me playing arcades in New York City yeah so but you see you see that I'm like shining because it was just me, just like, like mind blowing, getting into gaming and everything. And it's the same thing with, with my grandmother giving me like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred for the first time. You see that, you know. So, but in the book, and I, I even surprised my brother because I didn't even mention anything to him. Uh, I, he's in the book of us podcasting together for the first. No time. way. Yeah, <laughs> it's in there too. So, so when I showed it to him, he got emotional. I was like, damn, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were gonna do this. I'm like, hey, man. I need to show people how it happened, you know. Um, and I kept it as a secret too, and I never mentioned it to to Pierre Paris. I I just like kept on the super down low. Only four of us knew the whole time about this project, you know. So how long of a process was this to The conversation started late last year and we actually sat down and, and made it made it official with everything was around
0: late January, early February of this year. Does this process ever get, does it get your gears kind of turning about maybe writing like an actual biography? Has that ever been something you've intre- You've thought about doing?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I I was actually working on one um, and I paused it cause I, I wanted to work on this. So hopefully in the future, okay, maybe it could happen. Um, I would love to do that. Cause there's, there's a lot of things I want to talk about that I've never, talked about publicly and i think it's important for me to you know right ra- uh, i talked about it in the book and stuff so we'll see fingers crossed if everything goes through we'll see but i always i always wanted to release a book about my life always uh for years i always wanted to do that um i've done you know my the documentary actually two that did pretty good um podcast speaking engagement i've done like i've done it all and the book was the only one that i was missing so hmm. yeah, yeah this is a
0: dream come true man, for me man so gaming has really kind of i mean it seems like it has opened up so many avenues to you and i i feel like you kind of identify the, the very close people like pete and paris um a, as family like it seems like the gaming community is a family that you've created for yourself and with this book you're going to be uh, showing people like the really enriching parts of what gaming can do for you. Um, one thing that kind of strikes me as you talk about helping kids kind of like realize their dreams and, and realizing what like their passions can do to open up avenues for them. For you, when you were growing up, the gaming industry was so raw, like so young and you've created a lot of avenues for yourself that might not have been very apparent, like podcasting. You know, Obviously now podcasting is huge, it's everywhere, but you were like a pioneer in that space. You carved out um, a, a path for yourself with this brand new medium. Do you think now the space with so much content creation and streaming and all that thing, do, do you think it's gonna be easier for kids to kind of take those steps towards that kind of creative life or do you think they're going to be creating new avenues that maybe we haven't even thought of yet? Like what I think, I think
1: both, uh, it's a lot easier now because of technology. When I started, um, there was not a lot of broadband. I didn't have the, I didn't have a professional mic. I, uh, I had to do everything with, with whatever I had, I had at the moment. So I was doing stuff with, with tape recorder, video cameras, you know, so Um, And at the same time, I was actually, I had a, a radio connected to the computer. So I also had like a software to record MP3. So I had to do a countdown, press play and record in real time. Like it wasn't, it wasn't how it is now. Like, Oh, I could just highlight the wave and Mm -hmm. edit. And so back then it was a lot harder for me, but I made it happen. You know, now with the technology, and so many ways for people to upload content, like, you know, through either YouTube or streaming services like Twitch and everything. It's a lot easier nowadays, you know. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe there is going to be people now growing up coming, up, coming up with something brand new that is going to take off, man. You know, um, I remember the time where people were streaming video games through Justin TV, Justin.TV, right? Like, it was something totally new back in those days. And it blew up so much that now we have Twitch. So I wasn't thinking about that back in those days. You know, I'll I'll record my games on a VCR and a cassette uh, and a tape back then, you know? So, but I wasn't thinking of like, oh, I'm going to share this to the world, (laughs) you know? But but thinking about it, you know, back in the 80s, growing up uh, playing arcades, even in the 90s, we were kind of doing the same exact thing but in a different way. Where we're at playing arcades, we're behind people playing games and we're just watching there and we don't even have quarters. We was just stand there just watching and you see them doing commentary or, or other people doing commentary. That was that's what we're doing now, but just digitally, you know, it was right. the same exact thing back then, you know. So um but yeah, I, I think people could come up with some great, great ideas and, and cool stuff that is gonna blow up like, and, and also for them to succeed in life too. I think so.
0: Do you think that this new like digital interactive format, you know, you talk about how the parallels between watching somebody on Twitch and watching somebody pump quarters into a machine, do you think this new digital format and especially over the last couple of years with the pandemic, do you think, do you think there's ever going to be a point where we're needing to get back into that space of being among people? Cause I personally, like I, I miss so much the, uh, I mean, the last, last event that I went to was E3 2018, and I I saw that you went to Play Days this year for Summer Game Fest. Was that an amazing feeling to get back amongst those people?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Um, Going to Summer Game Fest and even the Game Awards back in December. I think that was the first actual in-person event was the Game Awards back in December. And that was one of the best feelings in the world because we haven't we haven't seen any events in a long time because of the pandemic, and also now Summer Game Fest was even better because there was people that were not at the event at the Games Awards and they came to this one for the first time, and it felt good. Um, I think that was it wasn't for me it wasn't about like oh let me get the content and interviews, it was about the people man yeah people there they're they're showing their games the content creators we haven't seen in a long time journalists i haven't seen in a long time just meeting up with everyone was it, it felt special man and uh and now you know now we've been uh, getting invites to other events that we're not allowed to talk about but <laughs> it looks like it looks like it's, it's slowly coming back and and it feels good man like N- nothing nothing beats in person events or meeting people in person man uh look i met i met paris i met uh, I met Paris and a lot of other people. p was more in person, but Paris, I met him first, you know, online. And when we met for the first time, that's when like we created magic, man. Of like, right. us recording content, us coming up with ideas, or or just us crashing events back <laughs> in the days, so, you know, that that we were not invited, you know. So right. Uh, but yeah, I I would love to see more in person events, man. And right. if Whoever is watching is listening to this. Like, if they have an opportunity to to attend an event, go for it, man. Uh, I know we have to be careful because of the pandemic and everything, but just try, man. Because honestly, that helped me back in the days to get the word out about me and the, and about GTR. Mm-hmm. Passing out flowers, going to like local stores in in Miami. I see people there in line waiting for a game to come out. I'm like, All right, I'm gonna take advantage of this because there's people here. Let me just let them know about GTR. and it helped them to get a word out. And also, um, going to events like E3 for the first time, not knowing anything about about the the conference, I was just I just showed up there with my brother. Uh, it helped me how to learn how to how to do business, man. Like you know how to like I always say how to hustle <laughs> to get in to appointments and get those interviews. And and look, two months after that first time that I went to E3, that's when Steve Steve Jobs announced, we're going to put podcasting into iTunes. And it helped us to grow more. And it helped us to our numbers to go high. And everybody was just hitting us up like, hey, we would like for you to interview so-and-so, so-and-so. But but it helped me to get out there. And because of that, that's how they found out about Gamertag Radio.
0: And you, you've done, you do so much right now. You, your Gamer Tag Radio obviously is one of the most prolific video game podcasts on the market right now. You're working for G4, uh, X-Play, correct? Writer for X-Play? Yes. Yes. For X-Play. Um, so, I'm uh, the
1: games editor lead for G4, but, uh, it was more for X-Play, but now because of, uh, other shows within the network, they... They also need help about um, getting their games shown on, on uh, games be on linear TV on cable. So I will help them to build that relationship and get permission from the publisher. So, you know, we I work on that, interviews, all bunch of stuff, yeah, for G4. And,
0: and you do speaking engagements, um, new uh, Danny, Danny Loves Games book. You do so much and you're constantly talking about the hustle, but like, what? what? do you ever do you ever think there's there's nothing more like what's what's next you know like i i for for a guy like me who is just you know i'm i'm a small fish and i can think of like a million places that i can take my my content but like you have reached such a a, a high bar like what's that next step that next thing that you're looking to achieve
1: well i can't i can't say what it is just yet but i'm looking <laughs> I'm working on some stuff with with my wife, Rihanna, Manuel. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we actually we went out last night to celebrate. Uh, so
0: there's there's even more. You've got even more. your <laughs> eyes set yes.
1: even further down the road. That's amazing. to Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, look, I, I was I've been telling this to a lot of people. The past few years has been one of the best time of my life. Like right now, I'm just having fun at the same time making moves, like next month uh, when the book comes out, because it actually comes out September 15th, I'm actually going to go to Miami and, and celebrate the release of the book with my family and friends. Uh, we've been talking to the Miami-Dade, Miami-Dade County Library, and uh, they love the book so much that they want us to, to have an event there, and uh, I'm going to do, do this with my cousin, Mr. Luna, and his wife, Rihanna's gonna be part of it to and me, and yeah, it looks like um, right now the event looks like it's gonna get, it's gonna get sold out. Uh, right now, I think it's only like 20 tickets left, and uh, we're gonna have like a little bit over 100 people in the in the venue. So we're very excited. So wow. it, it's a it's a special time in my life, man. I'm just enjoying it, dude. Like I'm I'm enjoying the ride, and at the same time, if there's any way for me to give back and help out as much as possible, I'm gonna do that too, man. So. There's a lot of cool stuff happening behind the scenes that once it's official, I could, you know, mention it to everybody, but it's an exciting
0: time for me, man. So many content creators are like pushing and pushing and pushing that boulder. You have so many achievements. Does like, does it feel a little easier to come up with those new ideas and take those new steps? Or do you still feel like you're grinding like you used to? Uh, it's a mix, man. It depends,
1: like... Uh, like the book this, this is super new to me because I've never done this before I feel like back then like okay I gotta you know I have to figure it out like, you know so I'm constantly coming up with ideas of stuff that I would like to do but at the same time there's people that he, they, they hear about my story and they just like we want Danny to talk to our students our uh, our, our employees like, just to inspire other people too you know so and it's good that it's not bragging at all but it's good to post your wins online yes because that that will help to get the word out because look there's so many content creators, so many websites but if you don't tell your if you don't tell people your wins how they're gonna know how how, how are they gonna contact you for other futures opportunities that's why i'm always posting stuff like i don't have time to be going back and forth with the whole console war nonsense like i just laugh every time i see that because i feel like that's like a waste of time but why not post your wins you know like for you post your anniversary of mega dads you know mention the the events that you guys attend to take your pictures post that you know like any wins that you have post that so the other people that might discover you for the first time—they're like, "Oh man!" So they're making moves. Damn, Danny's making moves. Paris making moves, you know. So, and and here's one advice that I I mentioned this to a lot, a lot of people. Manifest, 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 man. One day I was I was we were living in an apartment during this time, and I was in the balcony just drinking my coffee. I do this every day. Like I'll I go out and just look outside and just vibe and I thought about something I was like man I would love to like surprise my mom um, and my dad with a billboard in Times Square I was just mean thinking about that right so I mentioned that to Rihanna like man I would love to surprise them. and she goes you should manifest that post it online I'm like uh, I don't know if I should Like, she was like no go I think you you should definitely manifest that post it online see what happens so I did a couple hours later, Twitch hit me up, and they were like, "They were like, hey Danny, can you fill out this form?" They didn't say anything else. It was just like, you know, future campaigns or whatever, network or events. We'll contact you. So I fill it out. Near September, it was like the end of August. They hit me up and said, "Hey Danny, uh, we're gonna have Hispanic Heritage Month campaign coming up." We would like for you to be part of it and i said hell yeah i'll be part of it you know but i didn't know anything about the billboard then the sec, the third email after that like a couple weeks after they were like danny send me your images your logo everything we're gonna have four billboards in times square please do not mention this to anyone this is super under wraps but we would like to do it so i did it i was in Dominican republic and we flew a couple of days uh couple of days before September 15th and uh, I was there with my wife and I was getting ready also to propose her <laughs> that day of September 15th <laughs> and busy, busy, and- busy. <laughs> so I get an email from Twitch saying, oh, it's going live on this day at this time for 10 days. And I went, I, rem- I remember this. I was laying in bed at the at the resort in Punta Cana. And I went to one of those like web- Times Square webcams. <laughs> and I saw it. As soon as I clicked it, I saw the billboard. I'm like, what? That was like one of the first things I got to see was that. It was right oh. exactly at midnight. And dreams do come true, man. Dreams do come true. Paris one time said on Twitter, just out of nowhere, one day I would like to host a showcase. And what happened? Almost a year later, he got an opportunity to host the Xbox showcase. And I found out, was it because of that tweet? that tweet got the attention of the of the company xbox and they're like let's contact paris maybe maybe this is a good idea let's see what happens and it worked out you know so you never know who's watching who's reading your tweets your posts or who's listening to your podcast even there if if you don't get no emails no comments you never never know what could happen
0: And I think there's something really to be said, especially about you guys specifically, is that like good things happen to good people. I think you guys always treat your audience and your community the right way. Um, The partners that you work with, you treat them with respect, you give them their dues, you encourage the folks around you, you lift people up. And I, I just think that there is... There's karma there, you know. Like you guys have been doing such great work for so long helping others achieve their dreams that it just it comes back to you and I, I, you know, I'm very privileged to have known you, you know, in the capacity that we have um, for the last few years. I think you're a great inspiration, not only to the kids that are going to read this book to like people in this space. And I, I hope you take the time to kind of, you know, you talk about posting your wins, but I hope you like, really just take those times to reflect on where you where you've arrived and how people look up to you, because I, I think a lot of people really do.
1: Yeah, I always think about that, too. That's why I'm very careful of what I say online. And, um, you know, when I started podcasting, I would take things personal, even the early days when I started into the radio, because I'm like, oh, so-and-so said this about the show or they gave us a bad review or whatever. Like, I used to take things way too personal back in the days. And I got to the point I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm just having fun there's people are going to hate it and there's people that are going to be happy about it you know Uh, even even when I recorded my interview with with Reggie fils which it took me no joke 10 years to get him on the show 10 years I I did the interview there's people that they were like oh it could have been I'm like why you didn't ask this question about the GameSpot (laughs) stocks and this and I'm like Reggie's not going to answer that like, I have questions that I've been holding to myself for, like, I don't know how long <laughs> I want to talk to Reggie about that stuff, right? So, and here's the crazy thing about about that particular interview. Like, it was one of my, one of my biggest inter- interviews I've done in my life. Like, I've done so many. But the reason why that interview was so important to me is because, first of all, he's the first black American to be... Uh, a pre- Present of a gaming company that has never happened in, in this industry and that to me someone growing up as a Latino like that's that's the beginning of, of change that we're going to see in the industry so I would like to talk to him and ask him like how was it growing up in the Bronx because I'm also from New York City you know like and I know how, how New York is like growing up back in those days you know so it was very important for me to sit down and talk to him and here's the crazy thing that all happened because I posted the the Phil, the Phil Spencer interview for our 1,000 episode. And I said, oh, I would love to interview Reggie one day, man. Because, you know, every time I try to get an interview with him, Nintendo would decline. It would never go through. And Reggie randomly just replied saying, oh, let's make it happen. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it took us it took us a year to make that happen because of scheduling. Plus, I'll say, hey, you know, it's perfect for us to do it at a, during our anniversary. So so we did the interview and went live. He loved the conversation so much that fast forward months, months later, I go to Dice in Las Vegas and I bump into a very legendary journalist, Dean Takahashi from Gamesby. He came up to me and was like, Hey Danny, we're gonna have Gazeby. We would like for you to be part of it. Is it possible? Like depends because I'm getting married in April. I know this is around April, so if it's during the week that we're getting married, then it's not going to happen. He's like, we'll stay in touch. I'm like, all right. So a uh, couple weeks before our wedding and at the same time, I was in the process of buying a house and it was just wild that time. <laughs> it was wild. When is uh, it never not wild for you? <laughs> <people? laughs> it was insane, insane. Like, I was so stressed and I'll talk about that later. But I, I I get an email from from D. Takahashi and he said, Hey Danny, we're having games beat. Uh, we were talking to Reggie. We gave him a list of people that he would like, you know, potentially do this fireside chat for one, for this as a keynote during our event. And he didn't want to do it with any of those guys, we all of those people. He wanted to do it with you. He requested this multiple people. No, I want Danny. I want Danny to be part of this, and I'm like, what? So, they told me the date. It was like, let me see. It was uh, April 26th, something like that. I got married April 23rd in Las Vegas. So <laughs> I drove. It, it. I'm telling you, it was like the wildest, wildest time. I drove from Vegas. We got here Monday morning. I had to do an interview with Vice. With Vice because uh, they were also promoting some stuff that I did with Microsoft and then the 26th I did the keynote with Reggie on stage I there was no even no honeymoon they're like we were just like in and out you know and it was all because manifest posting online you know if you connect all the dots of all the stuff that I've been doing so I'm always posting stuff and yo Reggie's one of the first people to like like it on, on different social media platforms and I'm like wow man like it's it's so cool even even other people that follow me like, you know, Phil and you know, so on but it, like you said like you said it was because I'm a very nice person I'm very careful what I post online so let's say I was one of those fanboy council war nonsense I'm always posting and attacking people do you think I would have gotten all this opportunities right. no That's why I had to cut a lot of negative people from my life because one, I didn't want that energy Two, I just didn't want to deal with that and associate with, with, with people that are like that, you know? And and for me, that's not helping the industry at all, man. It's not helping kids growing up that want to be part of this. And it just hurt us because people from the outside doesn't know anything about gaming and they see this nonsense. They're like, Oh, it's a bunch of kids acting stupid online. You get what I'm saying? So, we have to be smart. It's like a it's like a game of chess. You have to think before you move. Yeah, you make the wrong move. It's a wrap game over. You know? So that was a very long, <laughs> long answer. But no, no, that's no. You I say.
0: You know, I've been talking to a lot of different people over these past interviews, and one yeah. thing that constantly comes up is um, how how methodical people are with what they put out into the space. Sure. And I've been talking a lot about how I've changed my, my energy input and my energy output over the last couple of years. And I think a lot of that has been COVID and just kind of being stuck with my thoughts and introspection and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I used to have, I used to have bad energy I, and I recognize that I did. And it wasn't, I wasn't feeling good about it. I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying hearing that kind of energy from other people. And I recognized that it was coming from me. And um, I, I've just I've changed a lot of how I interact. I think, and I'm still changing. It's a process. It's something that I I continue to work on, both in my you know social space and in my personal life. And it just it's it's so much. It helps so much to be able to kind of guide yourself on that energy level of what you allow to get inside and what you put out into the world. And I think that you're one of those people that is always conscious of that. And I think it served you well. No, thank you. Thanks. Um, you know,
1: having besides my wife, because she's always she's always amazing. But also having friends, you know, like like Pierre Paris and other like other people like Tony uh that's a lot it's a long list but right um having them in my life helped me to be a better me a better person a better content creator a better business uh, business guy business person um they they've been influential in a lot of things you know during the pandemic i, I also i felt alone like i uh, um, even uh, before Rihanna, had, I was in a previous relationship, and you know, it was a very long relationship, and, and it happened in a very dark time in my life when, when I broke when we broke up. Then I, I also got laid off from my previous job at Discovery Channel. I was there for a very long time. This timing just sucked, you know. Um, I'm not gonna lie; I was broke. I was not not happy with everything. I had to take a break for like a month with with the podcast and. Having, having there in my life, it helped me uh, to be in a better place. Cause I was not in a in a good place at all. So then I left from Miami. I left to New York, and I was you know getting you know getting there happy. And then I'm getting opportunities and working with Cheddar and a couple other uh, outlets, and and I would work with 368. I was just making a lot of moves during that time. And then the pandemic happened, and I'm like, oh my God,
0: what? what in the
1: I was just stuck. I was like I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if things is going to get worse. I don't know if we're going to start getting sponsors it was like question mark. A lot of people were didn't know what was going to happen at all during that year in 2020, right? Um but then around summer, like around June or so, the end of May, I was back at it, man. Making moves, doing stuff, you know, I would work with a lot of other people. Chatter shut down. Shut down the show. Uh, that was all about gaming, so I had to figure out another way. And then I, I didn't have the equipment like all I have now, so I would go to 268 and just they have everything there—the camera, the lighting. They were like, "Danny, whatever you want, just come over here, do your thing." They helped me too. Shout out to to Ida and Gabe—they uh, used to work over there—and uh, they helped me a lot. And um, I did that for a while. I met Re. I was still making moves. Now I'm like getting even more stuff from companies like not only business opportunities, but also um, access. So like getting the Xbox Series X over a month in advance before it came out, I was like, whoa, that never happened. I will get it for like a week or two early, maybe. But over a month, again, it was a different time because of the pandemic. And, you know, even Paris got the PS5 early, too. And I was like, yo, parents, let's, let's create some cool content. Let's do this thing. And we did an amazing job. But one thing I wanted to do that I, I was just out with, with Tony and Rihanna. We were drinking at a park, and I came up with an idea, you know, because I'm like, you know, 2020 was a very difficult year, especially for uh, healthcare workers. I came up with an idea on the spot while drinking with them, which is insane. I was like, hey, I have an idea. How about if I could surprise one of our listeners uh, to be the first consumer in the world to play the Xbox Series X? Do you think Microsoft would give me the okay to do it? Because when we got the console, the NDA and the embargo dates for that, it was the most confusing thing ever. (laughs) out Out of all the things I worked on all my life, that was like the hardest and the most difficult one. Not going to lie. Every week it was like a, some, something different that we were allowed to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I asked I, I asked them and Tony and Rihanna were like, yo, I think you should do it. That's a great idea. Nobody ever done that before because the embargo date was talk about the features. And I didn't want to do that because everybody was going to do that. Right? right. So so I hit up Microsoft and I asked them, like, is it OK? And they were like yeah Danny, that's, we love the idea but if this person leaks it before the embargo date that's on you i was like and i never met i never met this person from our <laughs> community modest. never yeah so something inside of me was like danny go for it so i lied to him i told him oh we're gonna have a community get together at three six eight very small group of people you know it's been a difficult year, but we're gonna get together. He's like, "Oh man, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, just come. Make sure you have your mask." Blah blah. We had camera crew outside hiding, waiting for him to come in. So we, I, I wish I had that footage, but it was pouring. It was raining, but they were outside waiting for him. So they recorded that. Then he comes inside and he sees he sees us all dressed up, all in white. <laughs> we had our mouth covered, everything. What the hell's going on? Yo, so he goes inside. And, I, and he's like, Danny, I go, hey, man, hey, come in. Michael, sit down here. Man. I want to talk to you about some stuff. This is our first time meeting. He's like, yeah, man, what's going on? I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> and uh, he sees the console, the TV. We turn on the lights. Like, I want him to feel, like, special. Like, yo, this is all about you. It's not about me. It's not about none of the people here. It's about you. And I said to him, hey, man, you're going to be the first consumer in the world to play the Xbox Series X. I have tons of games here. All and new. Enjoy it. You have an hour. Do whatever you want with it. Check out the new features. He's like, are you serious? I go, yes. Here. I let him do that, right? Tony comes. Tony Polanco from Throwdown Show. He comes in. Gives him the controller. And he's there like, wow, man. This is so cool. So he's playing all these games. Then the hour was done. And I told him, hey, man. I did this because I just want to say it. Like message not only to you but all the healthcare workers as a thank you for keeping us safe, man. And by the way, here's a, a couple gifts for you from different companies. We gave him a headset. We gave him a year of Xbox Game Pass. I was originally was trying to get him a console, but uh, Xbox didn't have any during that time, so we couldn't do it. But I was happy with with that project and we released that video and uh i was not expecting that video to just be like big i was just like i just want to do this something special something different and it got picked up by major major media outlets i'm talking about like non-gaming sites Mm -hmm. talking about this and 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 the word went around and it was because i thought about it and at the same time doing something special for 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 not only him but for everybody else you know so uh, that was a very, very special moment for me, man. I want to do more stuff like that. Just give back as much as possible.
0: Good, pe- good people doing good things. Good
1: people yeah. doing good things. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Thank you so much, Danny. Uh, it's yeah. great talking to you again. We haven't talked like this in a while. Um, yeah. yeah. I no, hope thanks guys- for the opportunity. Thanks for having Yeah, me. absolutely. I hope you guys are doing well. You're safe and healthy through everything. We're coming out the other end. I'm really hoping that, next year when i when i'm able to get out into the world again that maybe you and i can meet up somewhere during some sure. event that i'm welcome back to um, Sure, something cool together
1: yeah man yeah if um if i was you um there's gonna be more i heard there's gonna be more events at the end of the year hopefully you could attend those and in Los Angeles, uh, and of course the Game Awards—that's like the big one—and right. you should you should try to go, man. Even if it's just a day, just fly in, fly out. You know, like I feel I felt very safe. Um, they were very yeah. strict about vaccination and mask and all that stuff. But you should go, and the reason why you should go is because that will be the perfect place for you to meet people and network. Because what we did was right after we went to the Game Awards, went to the JW and everybody was there so i could do introduction and yarn you own do your thing but i think you should definitely try
0: man even if it's just one day yeah tr- try to go i i am it definitely is possible. yeah i say i'm de- yeah i you know i just i submitted for pax west and i got in but um in october i'm taking mm-hmm. my whole family to florida for it's my wife and i's our 10-year anniversary okay and so congrats, we're going man. on Thank you. Um, we're going on a whole family trip to Florida for a week, and I was just kind of like I, I couldn't afford to do both. So, yeah, but yeah. I got I got the approval for PAX West, and so I felt good because I'm like, okay, I'm still that's awesome. I'm still in the space, right? I'm I, <laughs> nobody's forgotten about me yet. Um, but yeah, definitely next year or later this year, I'm gonna try sure. to do some stuff for sure.
1: Uh, the same people that worked on PAX and also Star Wars and Comic Con, they're also doing um, E3. Mm-hmm. So try also to submit your cipher next year because that yep. that will be something for, something big for you guys too
0: yep yeah. all right man well you have yourself a great weekend i really you appreciate too, you taking the time uh one, one more time when is the book release so the book is coming out september
1: 15th the reason why i'm, I'm releasing that day to celebrate hispanic heritage month that was the anniversary of me proposing my wife and that was the one year anniversary of the billboards in times square man full circle I was there 20 years ago, Xbox launch,
0: I was back for for the billboard. (laughs) Iconic day. Well, we're getting a copy here. My son is definitely getting, we're going to read that together. So we're looking forward to it. Thank
1: you so much, man. All right. Thanks, Danny. Enjoy. Take care.